0: put the spring back into your step and into your home too. shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45% up to 45% off for a limited time at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply.
1: Yes, you do come and get some. It's a Friday morning. It's a football Friday. And on this fellowship Friday, I didn't have time to stop and get anything this morning because I'm going out of town as soon as the show is over. So we're just going to share Russell's arsenal of medicines and monster... (laughs) Beverages over there. How about no, that? no,
2: no, no, no. There's no arsenal. There's literally a sugar-free energy drink and a couple of prescription medications. But a couple? See, that's an arsenal. It's two. <laughs> when did two become an arsenal? Well,
1: I can top that. I can go out to my car. I got three. I mean, so. if that's
2: an arsenal. That? I got three.
1: You got two. So That's five between the two of us. Wait, what the hell does that say? An, if
2: that's an arsenal, that's a Carson Wentz sized load of intercept oh wait a second we, hey. we're, we're not allowed hey. to talk negatively around here Be because careful. we're the demon child if we're god forbid you poke at someone god forbid you say Ah, you know what might want to not turn them all over this week god forbid god it? forbid a key. You're it, booing it, it, me out of the gates? That's. What are that's, you, like the dum-dums on Twitter?
1: That's kind of what Matty did right there. Oh. He kind of, you know, took his shot. Oh, and and look, let's face it. And it was we've said all along, and we'll get into the game coming up here in a little while. And get your thoughts on it. Get Give us a score. Give us how they get there. Uh, at 301-230-0980. Hit us on Twitter at Russellmania621. Me, at Pete Medhurst. But, you know... It, it, as every single day in the National Football League shows us, if if you don't execute at a high level, uh, you're going to lose. And and last night, the Steelers hung on by a thread, Chris. It's just, you you kept looking up and you kept going 14 You kept looking up 14-13. And then finally, the dam sort of started to leak a little bit in the second half. And Mitch Trubisky... Looks like a quarterback. And here's the difference, because remember, this was one of the hot-button decisions of the offseason. Do you chase Trubisky, who everybody – Look, even all the people in Buffalo were saying the right thing. Mm -hmm. People were saying, do you chase Mitch Trubisky for a much cheaper deal, even if it's a one-year deal, or do you go after – do you make a deal in this case for Carson Wentz? First of all – Ron and Martin and Martin and everybody else involved in that decision, they made the right decision Mm -hmm. because it looks like Mitch Trubisky hadn't played football in a couple of years because there are times where he makes NFL caliber throws, and then there are times, even even as you want to bring up the inconsistencies at Mm -hmm. times in the accuracy of a Carson Wentz, there are things that Carson Wentz can do that Mitchell Trubisky cannot do. And we're seeing that on display right now. So from that standpoint, based on what was available, uh, there's no doubt Ron made the right decision chasing the quarterback he has as opposed to the quarterback we're watching basically be a temporary seat holder in Pittsburgh. Because at this point, if I'm Mike Tomlin, I turn to Kenny Pickett and I let the kid go, let's ride with him. Let's ride with with him, Linnell Willingham. Let's ride with Kenny Pickett. Let him learn on the job. And start that development process because clearly Mitchell Trubisky is nothing more than a backup quarterback in the National Football League.
2: Yeah, a couple of things that I've got to say here. Uh, By the way, we never we never did that whole "let's ride" thing with Russell Wilson and whatever. We got we we got to dust that off. Uh, Just a a little thing because I like making I like poking fun at at people a little bit. I gotta. I like poking fun. Linnell's running around here. He's here four hours early. I only wish I could be here four hours early before the show. You're the guy uh, that stays four hours late. I do not. I stay until like 1 o'clock because I decompress. I do some work. I have lunch. Uh, and it's all designed so that I don't go out to fast food on my way home mm. when I'm tired. And See, grumpy.
1: that, you bring up a great point. Yes. Today... As I leave the building literally, I, I will pull a Jason Bishop today. I'll be leaving at ten oh one or twelve oh one.
2: I mean that's what you do pretty much every day. Well,
1: I got places to go and people to work. You gotta fly. I gotta well, no, I'm driving. Oh, you're driving. Driving to East Carolina. Okay. What is that? As, about a six to f- no, five hour drive? Uh four four and change. Okay. Four and okay. change. So um Strassmeyer doesn't think I'm gonna be there until four uh like five thirty. I'm I'm guaranteeing I'm gonna be there between four thirty and five. Knowing
2: knowing you, because you don't mess around, which is a terrible thing, habit of mine, I would say by 4.45 only because of traffic.
1: Yeah, I mean, the key is getting through... See, like, right now it says four hours, 19 minutes to Greenville. So... Give or take a stop or two, right? Because I am fifty-two, I'll have to go to the bathroom at and some point. And getting
2: south of nine, and of, getting south of, of Fredericksburg. Fredericksburg on you ninety-five. Know, once
1: I once I do that, I got a shot. I mean, I certainly got a shot to be there by five.
2: And also avoiding like even south of ninety-five or south of Fredericksburg, the the major construction backup. Yeah, like if your GPS will route you onto Route One or whatever it is, or off on an exit or some way that you can get around it. That's why I always have the GPS on, so that hopefully. I can avoid that type of thing. Either way, safe travels. By the way, I did, before we get into the, uh, the rest of the football, I did, uh, for this Fellowship Football Friday, I took a shot at something that I- I'm sure nobody is going to eat. I brought in, I made, for the first time ever in my life, stuffed jalapeno cream cheese dip. Wow. Is that so, what's on that table out yes. in the front? Okay. So I didn't I, know
1: if it was, like, left over from yesterday no, no, no. or something. No, I, no,
2: I, I, I baked it up. Uh, last night, and then I re like heated it up in the oven this morning, right? Um, so you, pre- I mean, it's probably cooled off now because you know hour plus drive, whatever. But basically, it's little mini jalapenos that got some heat to them, stuffed with ground uh, ground turkey, um, seasoned ground turkey, vegetables, whatever. Uh, you know, like mini diced pep- peppers, and then lots of cream cheese and mozzarella cheese mixed together and then all baked together. And I did it because I knew J.P. Finley was in the building. <laughs> I, I did. That's the only reason why. I, no. Um, but right, then there's some right. other stuff. Anyway. That, speaking of, so, so, of J.P. Finley, by yes, the way. Yes.
0: Okay,
1: who's maybe, right there. And, and the maybe this is going to force you to do this again today because right. this is the kind of breakdown we give you on this show. Yes. My guy Charlie Carden comes to me last night at Rosecroft and says, What's with the rooster? Oh, breaking down J.P. Finley's deuces. <laughs> We're not breaking down X's and O's. We're breaking down the quality of J.P. Finley's deuces in the bathroom. And I said, Charlie, I got nothing for you. Uh,
2: I don't have anything really on that either because it was the first time that it ever happened. I mean, here's the problem. What people don't realize. And it is true. You know, like there's a lot of people on this floor, Right. Uh, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, especially because our account executives are here. There's a lot of people dropping deuces. What? That's all there is to it. Yeah, exactly. Imagine that.
1: I'm just I'm just saying people listen to you Russell I know. So, you I, know I don't know why they would listen shout to Shout out to my guy Charlie listens every day man we Charlie, appreciate, appreciate guys it. like Charlie hey our guy Ross Rudder yes, actually day off able to today. listen live to the show what today What up Ross so um, we appreciate that as well
2: I uh, and and we're going to get to uh, Miss Erin Miller's Virginia Tech Hokies cuz they uh but but let's get back to the NFL game for just a quick second so I don't lose total track um, I didn't see much of the first half because I was much more into the Virginia Tech uh, West Virginia game, and with it being on Amazon, I, I just can't, I can't balance on my phone two things at one time. So I was trying to go back and forth because I was busy doing the dip and you know whatever, and doing some other life stuff. And Tyler, of course, calls nonstop, so uh, I just wasn't in my office to watch the uh, ESPN on my television, and then the Amazon. Pro- so I missed a bunch of the first half. Uh, but I was following it and I knew it was nip and tuck back and forth, what have you, and it was 14-13. Pittsburgh at the half, where I knew Pittsburgh was not going to win that game, two things. One, for all of Trubisky's faults, 20 of 32, 207, no touchdowns, no picks, 81-1 rating is workmanlike. at at, at that's the kindest way I can say it, right? But he, uh, he launched a bomb against a blitz or against a heavy pressure um, from, um, from Miles Garrett off the right edge of the Browns defense, took a licking, and delivered an absolute seed. An absolute seed right in the breadbasket of Deontay Johnson, who did what Deontay Johnson does far too often. He dropped it. Okay? I'm telling you,
1: like you – Pete, he he's bitching all off season about wanting to be paid, right. and that is his he he has the one weakness that you can't have yes. as a wide
2: receiver. He drops the football. I'm not here to tell you Mitch Trubisky is great. I'm not here to tell you that Carson Wentz isn't more talented. What I am here to tell you is Mitch Trubisky, I don't think is as bad as everybody else thinks he is. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it'll be proven wrong. Okay. I'm sure Kenny is he Pickett a starter? will be starting. I think a starter? he's a fringe starter. I think he's a fringe starter. I think he needs to have everything be 75 and sunny-ish in order for Did it Did Washington to make the right move? So here's the only way it's I... It's a yes or no question. Yes on the talent. He <laughs> can't just say but yes. I, I, because it's not a yes or no <laughs> question. I had to pay a lot more for Carson Wentz. I had to pay two high draft picks or high round draft picks. Are they going to win more okay. twenty-eight million dollars this year versus Understand. six million dollars for Mitchell Trubisky?
1: Am I going to win more football games with Carson Wentz than I am Mitchell Trubisky?
2: Are we just talking about the individual quarterbacks or the teams?
1: I am. Am I going to win more games if I choose Carson Wentz? Or Mitchell Trubisky on this roster? Am I winning more games with Carson Wentz or Mitchell Trubisky?
2: On this commander's roster? Yes, this
1: that's what I'm talking about. I, this commander's roster.
2: I'd like to believe you would win more games with Carson Wentz, but I can't absolutely say that with any level of assurance. See, I,
1: I, I just, Chris, I'm watching a guy that
2: hasn't, looks like he hasn't played in a couple years. Well, he hasn't. Uh, uh, that, I, mean, I mean, he's obviously played two games. So, so yeah. how could I you... I mean, Cleveland's a tough defense. Like Denzel Ward... uh uh, you know, um, uh, what's his I name uh, that I just talked about? Um, Miles, uh, Miles Garrett. Garrett. I mean, I know they didn't have uh, G- Genevieve and Conley la- last it. night, but think that's about a good Think about this, though, man. On think about road?
1: this. I, I have a chance to invest in winning more now or just meeting my schedule obligation. Carson Wentz allows me to win more yes. games now. There is more upside Mitchell to Trubisky, Carson Wentz. Mitchell Trubisky helps me meet my scheduling obligation as that's assigned fair. by the National Football League.
2: That, that, well, I don't know if he's that bad. Is he that bad? I, I mean, Chris, he, it's not that he's that I mean, bad. He led the Bears, it's, it's, or not an overly under, talented I team, twice that. to the playoffs.
1: But it's it's not that it's that bad, but it's not going to elevate me anywhere. I, I
2: would agree with you on that. It's not going to elevate would, me anywhere. Basically, it's like, okay, because I do everything compared to food, right? It's like if you go get a burger at your standard fast food place, right? And And there are some good burgers out there. Or if you go to um, your your higher end burger. Joint name, name there, there's a bunch of them out there. Uh, say a Fud just use oh. them as an. I love Fud Ruckers, dude. Right? They
1: closed the one they had in
2: Annapolis, I mean, and that that like hit me right in the heart. Yeah. Fud is amazing. Fud okay. let me, let me just are fantastic. say fantastic. Are there just, any Fud Ruckers left in Ashburn? I know there's, I, I think it's still open. It's been about a year plus since I've been there, Might but I believe to... still in Ashburn. What do you
1: think, Matt? Do you think they're open?
2: I think so, but I think there's also one over by Mason still. Ah, Oh, that's Ooh. kind of right on my way home. Maybe I should go to Fuddruckers on my way home and take a big picture of the juices oh. emanating from the wonderfully cooked medium. And then he's going to send me the picture for, while I'm exactly. driving down I-95 and make me want to salivate and exactly. pull over and go. got to get but
1: a milkshake, too, if you go. Oh, I'm yeah. not a big
2: milkshake. I, they're all overrated. I mean, they, they get all runny and, and, and weird. And, well, a
1: burger gets runny and weird. No, it doesn't. Sure it does. What?
2: No, it doesn't. ruckers? a burger does Dude, not a get runny and weird. It's would juicy. Soak in, it would, yes, it would soak into the bun. That's and it perfect. Would- the bun is just there to take space.
1: I don't know what your definition of runny means, then.
2: Well, runny for a milkshake means it gets all. Um, I mean, like the 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 frozen or the cold part just gets all watery, <laughs> and it just I don't know. It just sits there and it pools there, whereas. If I'm going to have something pulled into my arteries and veins, I, I want it to be juice from a hamburger. I don't it, I don't
1: take an hour and a half to drink a milkshake.
2: I, I mean, we've sometimes have analogy also. What, what's that? We've lost the analogy somewhere along the way. Well, it? of course we have. Of course we have. Because this show is just weird, okay? Because, again, this is part of my fault. I compare everything to food just because I think it paints a mental image. And that was the point in Trubisky versus Wentz, right? Which is away from last night's game. But just while we're here, and because Wentz is quarterback here and so polarizing in so many ways already, yes – Mitchell Trubisky is not as high end, high ceiling as Carson Wentz. There is no doubt about that. I do think there. I, I do think that Mitch Trubisky, Mitchell, Mitch, Mitch, Mitchy, whatever. Well, he, he, he likes I think to go he by ex- Mitchell. I think he accepts Mitch again. Accepts, but he likes Mitchell. Okay, whatever. Mitchy,
1: Mitchell, Mitch. Just like Patrick Mahomes prefers Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, not Pat Mahomes or Patty Mahomes to certain broadcasters okay. that
2: are in this area. It's mm. Patrick mm. Mahomes, not Pat. Ooh, is that a shot? I like shots when Pete Medhurst Shane takes shots except Shane Bouchel, not Steve Bushel. When he takes shots at me. I, mean, I I like when he takes shots at other people, just not at me. But anyway, um again, Trubisky, I don't I don't think he has the yo-yo like wide spectrum of results. Like he is clearly not as talented, clearly doesn't have as much of a howitzer, clearly doesn't have the high-end ability that Carson Wentz has. But the only argument I could make, which is what we did on the show, was, and I was out, uh, you know, dealing, unfortunately, with a, a loss of my family when they actually pulled the trigger on Wentz. But you knew how I felt about Wentz. Yeah, sure. It, the And I said, I would probably go with Trubisky. Why? Because he didn't cost anything. And because he was going to sign a contract for like $6 million a year or whatever. And I understand you get what you essentially pay for, but not all the time. Like if you pay $28 million or $38 million and, you know, there, there are teams that find this out, sometimes you get Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes and sometimes you don't. And and that was my point, and that was my worry, and what have you. So, I mean, if you're asking me in the rear, am I happier that they have Carson Wentz or Mitchell Trubisky? I would say right now it's Carson Wentz. However, I would also point out that Carson Wentz has, I believe, I believe more quicksand in his floor than Mitchell Trubisky does. Is that fair?
1: Yes. I mean, I understand why you're saying that. But if I'm trying to win games in the National Football League, uh, I'm taking Carson Wentz 10 times out of 10 over Mitchell That's Trubisky. I'm the, sure. only, the only element of Trubisky's game is maybe the mobility. Uh, I, I, I would give you that maybe as I'm doing the he chart. He does have mobility. As I'm doing that chart of, sure. uh, you know, as Larry Michael used to do where everything was, you know, one-sided toward the re- the Washington football team. Even if they were like 60-point underdogs, it Just all pointed Washington. way. You mean The skin
2: tangibles. The skin
1: tangibles. Uh, but yes, I, I mean, outside of maybe some mobility uh, and, and you know what, maybe Trubisky's a smidge more conservative, which it would probably be to your liking, you know, he'd throw it away on third and eight. If he didn't have anything where mm-hmm. Wentz might try to plant the foot and mm-hmm. jam it in there to somebody yep. because he's got trust in his major playmakers right. that they might be able to go make a play. Right. So maybe from that standpoint, you know, maybe slightly better decision maker, um, but other than that, I, I think Ron did the right thing. They went the right way with the quarterback position. By the way, his co- college career was clouded because he was hurt a lot. Tri-
2: uh, but Trubisky. Man. No,
1: I'm talking about uh, – I'm making a point about a player for Pittsburgh oh, oh, oh. George Pickens. Uh-huh. Holy Toledo. Yeah. Yeah, he's what good. an incredible grab last night uh, for them. But Cleveland, Chris, right now, think about this. They – Somehow gacked that game away last week, Mm -hmm. but they are weathering the storm without Deshaun Watson
2: right now. Two and one. Two
1: and one. Probably should be three and oh. Hey,
2: listen, that was, if you watch that one drive that they had, uh, that ultimately they cashed in on the fourth and one from, you know, or fourth and goal from the one, right? And they almost didn't score.
1: Which is amazing with Chubb and Hunt
2: right <laughs> they went down the field though methodically 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 an 11 play 80 yard drive six minutes and 35 seconds right and listen the final scores ultimately it was closer than the 29-17 final and I'm not sure what Pittsburgh was doing late in that game we can kind of get into that if we have time uh but but when you, what I love about what I love about Cleveland for the most part They understand what they are, and they understand what they're not. Kevin Stefanski wants to throw the ball on first down. For all the number nerds out there, the Warren Sharps, the Grant Paulsons, that just want to fling the ball all over the place, don't care about anything else. They just want to meet the number quota. Great. Congratulations. Not if your quarterback sucks. Or not if your quarterback's not great. Not if your quarterback is inconsistent. And this is always my point when people say, well, why run the ball when you can just throw the short passing game? Well, because quarterbacks aren't always accurate within the short passing. game, They don't always make the right decisions within the quick game or the short passing, game, which we've seen with Carson Wentz already here, which we see with Taylor Heineke last year, which we see with Alex Smith, which we see with every quarterback. My point being is they understand what their DNA is, okay? They had a terrible loss last week. I went back and I watched the second half of that game. Uh, most of it yesterday, just before the Thursday night game while I was doing stuff uh, and my podcast and whatever, like everybody killing Nick Chubb, including Jay Gruden. Like, well, well, you know, like Jay said, you know, I guess Nick Chubb had to, you know, score. Guess what? The place kicker missed the extra point. I know. The place kicker missed the extra point. I know. And they gave up horrible touchdowns in the last minute and a half of the game, including the first one, which... Uh, Davis, uh, uh, what's his first name? Uh, Corey Davis who came, who came over from Tennessee was open by about 75 yards. Anyway, the point of the matter is Cleveland understood what they are. I think they ran the ball. I believe it was nine times out of 11 times. I I, I'll double check the numbers nine out of 11 plays or whatever it was, including a Brissette, um, quarterback sneak where he he realized hey, there's this big gap right over the left guard. I'm going to not go up the middle directly and just push the pile that way. Mm-hmm. I see that right at the line of scrimmage because I'm under center and I'm going to adjust and I don't know if that was the play call or if that was him with a side adjustment. Oh! You mean I gained five extra yards because I noticed that they didn't have somebody covering up the left guard. And by the way, it helps to have Joel Batonio as my left guard. My point being is Cleveland understands what their DNA is. I think it'll be different when Deshaun Watson comes back. I think everybody thinks it'll be different. But they understand what their DNA is and what it isn't. It isn't to fling the ball all over the yard against Minka Fitzpatrick and the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's to take advantage of a run defense that stunk last year, that already is spotty this year, that's been on the field a ton already this year, that New England Mauled half to death just four days ago and just keep pounding and keep grinding. Meanwhile, I'm sure Warren Sharp and football outsiders and Grant Paulson are probably killing Cleveland for doing the absolute right thing.
1: I think right now, Kevin Stefanski is doing exactly what he needs to do to survive with Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. I thought Amari Cooper really stepped up. Had and a big drop, though. It did. But you know what, though, Chris? I think every receiver is going to drop a pass. The question is, will you drop multiple passes like Deontay Johnson does? That's fair. Cooper has to be good for them uh, to complement the tremendous running game that they have. And if I'm Kevin Stefanski, even when I get Deshaun Watson back, I still have to ride with my guys, Chubb and Hunt. Ride with them. Absolutely. I've got – look, I can win games – playing less risky football with a guy that's not going to have played football in 12 weeks. Right. I mean, I don't need Deshaun Watson to come out and be a 35-throw-a-game gunslinger when he returns to the lineup.
2: And you certainly need, don't need Jacoby Preset doing that, even though he, he threw the pill 31 times last I night.
1: mean, I'm still – I mean, I'm bummed for Stefanski because they should be 3-0. and Yeah. And being 3-0 and yeah. when you went out and got Deshaun Watson and all of a sudden – you know, he's taken away from you, and you're you're playing good football. It's a really good coaching job right now by Kevin Stefanski as uh, his team right now sits at 2-1, and one, playing with a backup quarterback and uh, right now playing in a division that seemingly is just sitting there spinning its wheels outside of the Browns right now. So the Ravens lost in a big fashion last week, uh, giving up all those points in the fourth quarter uh, to Miami and, of course, Cincinnati off to a very tough start. So the Browns couldn't ask for a better situation right now in the AFC North, only to be. 3-0 3-0 and if they'd have won that game last week versus the Jets. We'll touch on the college games from last night. Pedro's first game of the weekend. That is a check mark so we won't get shut out this weekend as Coastal drilled Georgia uh, State as we told you they would. Hokies have issues uh, as they get routed by West Virginia so that'll get the folks off of uh, Neil Brown's back in uh, Mountaineer land uh, for at least a couple of minutes as this season goes along. And then of course, Commanders, Eagles, the busloads are coming. What are you going to do to defend FedEx Field's territory coming up on Sunday? Are you going to meet tailgate Ted? Are you going to armor up in the parking lot with Teddy at the tailgate? Are you going to prevent FedEx Field from being taken over by gangrene? Are you going to be able to do it? What are you going to do to defend that house on Sunday at 1 o'clock? Let's talk about it between now and noon right here on the Team 980 and streaming live for free, of course, on the Odyssey app. It is the birthday of the legendary Bruce Springsteen. So we will incorporate the boss's tunes on a football Friday. Talking about gridiron greatness. Pro, we went through the Browns-Steelers game from last night in segment number one. How about the running backs in that game, by the way? You talk about guys that run physical. Harris, Chubb, Hunt. Those guys, if you're going to play that style of football, those are guys that are certainly going to be able to uh, get it done for you. And, you know, as Ross Rotter pointed out on Twitter, I mean, Jacoby Brissett was better than average last night. If he plays like that, Browns are going to be in business right now uh, on the AFC North side. Meanwhile, on the college side last night, Virginia Tech and West Virginia, great rivalry game. Glad to see these two teams still finding a way to play this uh, in a time where Out-of-conference rivalry games are going by the wayside uh, because of all of the realignment, the expansion of the conferences, uh, nine to ten conference game schedules, leaving very little room now for games of this caliber. But one thing is for certain so far, and we saw Grant Wells in the flesh last year playing against uh, Navy when Marshall came to town for the season opener. And I understand why a guy would make the type of move that Wells made To Virginia Tech on the surface, you're going from G5 to Power 5, but he left behind better players, better skilled players at Marshall uh, than there are at Virginia Tech right now. And that's a problem uh, for the Hokies. And as I've said, I've said, this has been a consistent issue for Virginia Tech. Ever since Alabama and the rest of the college football world started to go into Tidewater and get those players, Virginia Tech's football program has fallen by the wayside. It's become virtually irrelevant uh, in many stretches and, and that is that's difficult to watch you know Fuente couldn't get it going uh after and look Justin Fuente took over a program at Memphis that was darn near dormant at the time and he won there and yet couldn't get it done at Virginia Tech uh at the at the level that they expect but it's even in the the latter years of coach Beamer's uh tenure there they started to, fall off a little bit and it's because they're just not getting the best players out of tidewater anymore they got a brent pry came from a, a school look penn state knows how to recruit the one thing james franklin can do and his staffs have been able to do they can recruit and they're coming up to this area they're probably going to be you're going to see tech people at dematha tonight i think uh and they're headed down to the, they're probably going to be in the richmond area uh, coming up tomorrow but they need some bodies if you're a skill guy right now And you should be calling Virginia Tech and saying, hey, here's my film. You should be emailing every receiver, running backs coach, quarterbacks coach at Virginia Tech and saying, here's my film. Because they don't have playmakers at all. They don't have playmakers at all. They are not getting the guys from the 757 that helped define their program and have them competing for a potential national championship. And last night, West Virginia, who was reeling, this is a team that gave up 55 to Kansas. And Virginia Tech looked anemic last night. And quite, it's simply because they do not have the playmakers to compete against upper echelon competition right now. And West Virginia pulled away in the second half for a 33-10 to victory. And, you know, Chris, one fan base was wanting to fire its coach uh, basically, you know, two weeks ago. And West Virginia rolls in last night. Not only did were they not intimidated by Sandman, they put Sandman to sleep pretty quickly in the second half.
2: Yeah, West Virginia won that game by twenty three. It felt like they could have won it by thirty three, maybe even forty three.
1: You just never felt you never felt like Tech was threatening West Virginia.
2: Only early in the game, and I would you know, of course, their one touchdown drive where you are like, all right, Grant Wells, we know has got some talent. We know he's got some talent, and they have some weapons. They have a couple of decent tight ends, a couple of good young wide receivers, what have you, but it's just not enough to sustain, and they could not run the ball at no. all against and that been West able Virginia to run the ball front.
1: I mean, as a program, mm-hmm. they've, run, they've not run the ball consistently at all for several years. All right,
2: so, uh, by the way, I apologize for being late. I got hooked into uh, a segment with the Junkies, which I hope will promote our show. Wow, uh, I like that. How about
1: that, Russell? Doing the junkies while he's doing his own show, right? Well, that's great. Well,
2: here's the deal: EB beat me up, shredding me as I walked out, right? To literally go get a drink. Landfill's like, oh, they're talking about you. Go in there, and I'm like, why are they talking about me? Well, apparently, EB is shredding me for my presentation on my jalapeno cheddar cheese dip. So we, you know, we did the whole on camera bit. JP tried it. JP Flame, very nice, member of the junkies, tried it and gave it an 8 out of 10. Now, the presentation was lacking a little bit. Cake said I didn't cut up the jalapenos enough. Fine. I don't do anything by recipe. I had never made it before in my life. I didn't know what I was doing. I was improvising. It wasn't even supposed to be a dip at first. My fault. I I, I could do better. I'm not telling you that I can't do better. But, yeah, that's that's where I was. So I, I was not... Well, you remember, I, I, was with I was promoting, and they said, thing. you probably enjoyed doing the show more without me, so I said, well, i going to be nice It was a great two and, and, nice and a half minute segment. It was like two and a half, three minutes, would not it, Matt? Right. Easily. Well, but 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 they were like, you know... But think about it. They were like, you got to go back and do your show, and I was like, right. yeah, oh yeah, that's right, and I start to get up, and they were like, yeah, pro- Pete's probably have more fun
1: Think <laughs> think about <laughs> I mean, it. Like, Flame, thanks. with his Latin background, huh. Yes. him giving it an eight out of ten is a better... That's like a... That's like a uh, that's like a real that's like a great A eight out of ten. That's not a generic I, I, brand eight out of no, ten. No, I took that. That's a real I'm eight with you. out of ten.
2: I'm with you. I took that to uh, I, I took that to very um, you know to mean that the taste and the and the quality of the product overall was good. Now the presentation, eh. but Eb was slaughtering me, and so was Drab. Drab was killing me too. I mean, all I did was try. Oh, and they don't like the Fellowship Friday thing. I called it Fellowship Friday, and they laughed about that.
1: Well, said, it's well, because that's- they're all cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think oh. about it. They're all cheap. Lurch, Lurch doesn't spend any <laughs> no, cash, only right. when it's necessary. Right. EB, and, and look. EB is paying for a kid to go to Marist, yeah. a kid to go to Cornell, yeah. and travels every weekend. And, and tra- like me, does everything he can to possibly break his neck to go see his uh, children perform. Which is uh, look, there's nothing like it. And I understand exactly why he does it because that t- that the time runs out at some point. Okay, Cakes, meanwhile, has never spent you know outside of his uh, his poker uh, uh, poker winnings, you know. He's paying for. He's got a kid that's going to medical school. Yeah. Okay. And one that's and, going to. And Maryland. one that's at Mar. Another one that's at Maryland. So, you know, they've obviously they're and, and JP's daughter goes to NYU. Have right. you seen the price tag for oh, yeah. NYU? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's not cheap. So, that they they've got to be frugal with
2: their cash. Yeah. They but, also think I'm bombing you out of the 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 studio. Which, what does that mean? Meaning like. Have terrible gas. Oh no! And and and, no. and meanwhile, a that's not true. B I haven't even had one. I I mean, I literally had <laughs> just to make sure the temperature was okay at six thirty this morning. I, I I literally took a tiny, tiny, tiny bit with a separate spoon, not the same spoon that I have, and, and I just kept it in the. Um, In the baking dish. What was I supposed to? I mean, I brought in bowls to put in the Mm microwave. What do you want from me? We don't have an oven here. We don't have a normal kitchen here. We don't have anything here. We
1: have that 1975 um, uh, toaster oven thing you put stuff in.
2: I mean, it's amazing, right? Like, somebody does something nice for you. Somebody does something. It drives me crazy. drives me crazy. More places than just here, I'm just going to say. And the bottom line, somebody does something nice for you, and you complain. And you turn your nose up at it? Come on, EB! Don't be a donk. Don't be a donk!
1: No doubt about that. Uh, anyway. Just to finish up on West Virginia yeah. and Virginia Tech. That,
2: that's such a disappointing loss, though. For I mean, like, I, I, didn't, I didn't think Virginia Tech maybe would win that game, Pete. I was expect, And they were competitive in the first half, to, to, to give them credit, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the score was only 13-7 at the half, and West Virginia scored that touchdown to go ahead of them late in the first half, right? But to not have anything...
1: Grant Wells left. The better, Grant Wells uh left a better situation for him behind at Marshall uh than he's gone into at Virginia Tech. He was fifteen of thirty-six last night. Yeah, fifteen good. of thirty-six. Yeah. So again, couple throws early that were okay, but offensively, they look like their brand new coaching staff and a work in progress with a transfer quarterback right, right now.
2: And Brent is a defensive guy first, so it's not likely that they're gonna have this. Awesome, open-ended, exciting, electric. Uh, who's the offensive coordinator? Uh,
1: no, Danny Enos is the guy. In Maryland, right? Uh, right. Um, You're getting ready to say Enos, like y- Deputy y- Enos and <laughs> Dukes of Hazard. No, I
2: was just, but I was thinking Maryland. Um, I don't know who the offensive coordinator is uh, for, but they're going to be a ball control. They're going to be a. But you can't be ball control if you don't have any running backs. Well, th- well, that w- that was exactly my point. You can't, you can't be a, a kind of defensive first. Grind out games, yeah. and
1: you can't kill pride. You're going to have 35 you, you, net you yards. You can't rushing. kill Pry because he inherited this situation. He inherited this situation from Justin Fuente, and and look, I love Justin. I spent time with Justin when he was in the American Athletic Conference. Uh, we had some great confer, you know, just me and him sitting at the table. Great conversations at media days, uh, you know, pre pandemic when he was in the American Athletic Conference, and I just disappointed that it didn't work out for him and that staff uh, at-, at Tech because, like I said, he took over a Memphis program that was. Dog poop. Yeah, uh, when he took it over uh, and turned Paxton Lynch into a competent quarterback, mm-hmm. and you saw his struggles uh, in the National Football League. So, uh, just disappointing for Tech. Uh, they've got a long way to go, uh, but still, their goals remain. I mean, right now, they they technically are in first place in their division in the ACC since that was a non-conference game. But when you look around the ACC right now, that's uh, that's a league where you got to score points. That's a league where you got to score points. You got to score points if you're going to beat Carolina, who they I think they play Carolina next week. Um, So you're going to have to score to beat North Carolina. Yep. Wake Forest, you got to score points uh, to to beat the Demon Deacons. You're going to have to score to beat State, Uh, Clemson. I don't know how the hell they're doing it offensively uh, with the erratic DJ Ungulele at quarterback right now. DJ Ukulele. But you know, either way, the Tigers' defense is is legit. I know that. Uh, So. You know, but other than that, I mean, you got to score some points to win some games in the Atlantic Coast Conference. Tech's got to find some offense somewhere along the way if they are going to do that. The commanders, the buses are coming. The buses are coming. It's like Paul Revere and the revolution. Look out. The Eagles are coming. The Eagles are coming. We'll talk about it next, right here on the Team 980 right now. Chris tells us what's trending.
2: All right, we just talked about a disappointing performance by the Hoax last night in Blacksburg before a sold-out throng that was just incredible at the start of the game. 33-10, West Virginia rocks and rolls on Thursday night. Football college variety tonight. Uh, it is Virginia at Syracuse. Syracuse off of that last-second win over Purdue. Tomorrow right here on the Team 980, pregame coverage at 1030. It is Maryland at 3-0 and against number for me. Again, at the big house. Again, noon kickoff for the Terps and Mike Loxley. Meanwhile, Thursday night football in the NFL. It was the Cleveland Browns, even without Deshaun Watson, Jacoby Percet, and that Great running game, 29-17 over the now 1-2. Pittsburgh Steelers, if you missed our discussion on Mitch Trubisky versus Carson Wentz and maybe the decision Ron Rivera had, uh, hit the Odyssey Rewind feature. Speaking of, Ron Rivera and the Commanders, they have their final on-field practice coming up in about an hour and 15 minutes or so over in Ashburn as they tune up for the 2-0. Philadelphia Eagles, who, as Pete mentioned, the buses are coming, and that's what's trending.
1: celebrate the boss's birthday. The buses are coming. You mean CK? No. Oh, Kynard's birthday. I think was a few weeks ago.
2: Was it? Yeah, I think so. I think it was.
1: Talk about a guy that could blend in and be royalty. You know, wouldn't he? Which which one of the princes? Prince Andrew. Prince Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Whichever one is married to Meghan Markle. I mean, whichever one that is. That's the one he looks like.
2: I have ne- I, He listen.
1: could be a body double and stand in for them.
2: L- Long live the queen, right? Whatever. Uh, rest in peace. I, the the royals I, the only royals I have interest in. They are is mythic. the Kansas City Royals. Yeah, That's I mean, it. They
1: they are like uh, I mean they're kind of like mythic. What do they do? Because I mean parliament does all the you know parliament does all the work in England. Yeah. So. Well, they
2: do charitable stuff, and they and they live a, a, a five they're, they're star. They're a symbolic
1: life. Life, yeah, they're symbolic more than they are anything. Yeah,
2: I mean, good for them. I'm sure they do some great things and wonderful things and whatever. I mean, it's just not for me. Again, like I care way, 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 way more about the Kansas City Royals than I do about the British. Uh, Royals.
1: Let's uh, injury report uh, as the week is shaped up. Where where is your level of concern with what that looks like? Uh, heading into this game and uh, right now, clearly uh, it, it, you're thinking curl is, is going to play in some capacity, which is going to help. I think ultimately though, like Allen and those guys, curl might be on a snap count too. Yeah, Cause I, I mean, you can't, you can't take a chance. He bangs that thumb up again,
2: but it's easier. I think it's easier to hide cam curl. If that's indeed the plan and, and the thought snap count. Somebody said pitch. Was it Loxley yesterday? I can't remember. It was, and it made me think of you and the thought bubble of Pete Medhurst Mm -hmm. going crazy about pitch (laughs) count instead. Oh, no, no. Rivera said it earlier this week, which is where I probably picked it up. You know, much like when you attend every Mike Shanahan press conference for four years, you pick up obviously a whole lot in my language. And that has happened, as everybody knows. Uh, But anyway, um, so I think it's easier to hide or to cover Cam Carroll a little bit snap count-wise because you can get away with playing Bobby McCain and Defoe as you're starting free and strong and playing less Buffalo, right? So I think it's easier to cover him up than, say, a Jonathan Allen, especially when, again, you lose Casey Tuhill and... On top of that, uh, Daniel Wise, very early in Sunday's game, right? right? Wes Schweitzer is going to, barring a setback, start at center. Can he go the route at center, though? Well, I I mean, I hope. I don't see them shuttling in centers unless his hamstring starts to bark on him again, in which case they're probably screwed anyway. Right, but again,
1: getting a three-point stance... With a hamstring I got issue,
2: oh, I know, especially against Javon Hargrave.
1: I mean, I'm just saying, and, and,
2: and Fletcher Cox, I'm just yeah, saying. not good. That's why. That's why to Schweitzer me, Schweitzer
1: might be in uh, in Wentz's lap a couple Schweitzer times.
2: Schweitzer is my X-factor player in this game. Like everyone's talking about Carson Wentz and whatever. I, of course, he's important. But Schweitzer, because of the position that he's going to play, because he missed all of last week, because of the matchup again on the interior with Cox and Javon Hargrave, all of that. Hargrove, Hargrove, Hargrave. Hargraves, Har- Hargrave. Uh, to me, that is like the 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 big X factor because it's not only protection for Wentz, but it's also can you run? Yeah. And last week they couldn't run, right? And what is Antonio Gibson averaging, like two point whatever uh, per character? I mean, is this, this team this needs to run to be able to right. open up play but, action and to be able to hold off some of those dogs, if I you will. Know on the Eagles you're defense. playing
1: Slay and Bradbury. Mm-hmm. CJ Gardner Johnson. But isn't this one of those games, Chris, don't you get the feeling that this is a game where you just run once in a while to keep them honest?
2: Oh yeah. I, yes. You're
1: just running once in a while to keep them yes. honest. I, I don't I don't think they I don't even think they real they in reality think they can run this football thirty times at no. the Eagles coming up this
2: week. They cannot do what the Browns did last night to the Steelers. Right. They don't have the it right now. I mean, then again, I I will say this. We all thought the same thing going against Tampa out of the bye last week, uh, last year. That's a good point. That's true. And they had that huge, long drive. That's true. You know, and even though statistically, per rush, they weren't great in that game, when they had to have it, they broke the back of Tampa Bay, which was a good run defense, and they held the ball for like 10 minutes. So you never know what can happen in a game.
1: If I'm Scott Turner, I tell Charles Leno and Andrew Norwell, Mm -hmm. hey, we're going to run the ball once in a while. Mm -hmm. 90% of the time, it's going to be on your side. I need you desperately to get us three to four yards when we do run the ball. Please win your matchups to get us four yards when we run the football to your side.
2: But, But shouldn't they also be able to run behind Cosme? A little bit, sure. I mean, especially if you put John Bates there as a blocking tight end. In a, I, in, see, in that's a, a great package. idea.
1: Look, Bates has been unbelievable as a blocker. If you've watched it, right. you, and, and well, again, A lot of
2: people were upset that he couldn't hold off Aiden Hutchinson last uh, week on one snap. It's one snap, Chris. I I get you. It's I, one snap. I couldn't believe how much vitriol for John Bates. If you look at
1: John Bates' blocking as this I'm season has gone along... I'm with you. If we're grading him through three games... I'm with you. ...or two games, that guy's probably got a B-plus... A minus is a block. Uh, I agree. He's, I, he's won get, a lot I'll, I'll of get matches you his grade Hutchinson. Hutchinson is a dude.
2: Logan Paulson, who doesn't just throw around, he's a tough loads of grader. Praise. He is. He called him. I, th- I. I think, and maybe I'm. I'm paraphrasing him, The best blocking tight end in the NFL, or, or either one of or the best, and he had, I believe, it was like an 87.5 blocking grade overall from PFF. Again. Take it with some context. PFF is not always right on everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, We all understand that. Uh, By the way, the Commanders uh, this year, just, again, very short, very small, two-game sample size, okay? Rushing yards per game, 86.5. Not horrible, but well below, well below the NFL average, which is 115.3, so almost 30 yards below. Rushing yards per play, 3.53 to 4.44. I, again, let me repeat, I don't need you to run 25, 30 times, whatever, like you said, maybe a couple of runs to keep you honest, what have you, maybe less trick plays, maybe more three yards in a cloud of dust mentality. Pete, what I need you to do is if you're not going to run or not run effectively effectively, I need the short passing game to be there by design. Yeah, sure. I cannot have you trying to run your complete downfield offense against Darius Slay, James Bradbury, Chancey, Gardner-Johnson, uh, and and the, and more importantly, the pass rush. And I know Hassan Reddick's a little bit banged up, and I know Fletcher Cox is a little bit banged up. Guess what? Everybody's banged up. Uh, trust me. They're going to get home whether Ganyon blitzes or not. And Ganyon doesn't always blitz. He blitzed a lot on Monday night, I think 12 times, if that's a lot. He blitzed 12 times on Monday night. Jonathan is going to get after them, and and he'll blitz more if they're not getting home. But that defensive front is good enough to get home, especially against an offensive line that, quite honestly, I think is a little bit overrated.
1: I think you're going to see the same thing. We've got to hit the break. But I think you're going to see the same thing this week because how do you help your secondary against elite wide receivers like Minnesota has, like Washington has, you make the quarterback get rid of the football before he wants to. So you send more pressure. He sees that pressure coming, and instead he's looking to throw it short as opposed to getting big plays uh, from McLaurin down the field, from Dotson down the field. You're hoping this week maybe that it's yak that gets you a lot of yards in the passing game with your wide receivers. 301 980 The buses are coming. What are you doing to defend FedEx Field coming up on Sunday? We'll talk about it next in Touchdown at 10. This is Russell of Edhurst. We're here 9 till noon every day and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.